All right. Good morning, Celebration Church. So awesome. Thanks, man. Glad you guys are here. My name is Chris. I'm one of the pastors uh, at Celebration. Uh, you know, we have a great team. Uh, you know, so you see a lot. You know, of course, Dennis preaching, Brian preaching, every now and then Gabe, Ryan. Uh, I don't know if we're ever going to get Dustin up here or not. He's up here every week. So, um, And then, you know, so we have a great team. And so, so this, is, this is my time to shine this morning. I'll probably get one time a year to preach, so you guys are in for a treat. Uh, one, one great thing about our team is, you know, we work together on sermons. You know, we write sermons, and then we, we share with each other. Uh, and, say, and just ask for critique, you know, hey, how can I make this better? You know, what, what do I need to change? You know, just give me some little insight. And so, so Dennis and Brian both gave that to me. But then, you know, th- uh, Thursday morning, of course, right now, Brian's at the beach, and I hope he's watching. You know, we're, we're on live, so we want to welcome Brian. Everybody say, hey, Pastor Brian. Okay, so one of the things Brian told me was like, you know, Chris, you have a very dry sense of humor. Sometimes you're sarcastic, and so people who don't know you you might need to give them a warning. So I have a note here, sarcastic warning. All right, so you guys are warned, okay? You happy, Brian? Okay, maybe I was supposed to give a warning about being sarcastic instead of a sarcastic warning, but but anyway. Sometimes I can be dry, I'll tell jokes that maybe my family will get, but you guys won't, so so bear with me. But I'm so glad you're here today. Um, You know, it's summertime. You know, we talked about last week, you know, Father's Day being one of the lowest attended Sundays in church. You know, people choose to stay out of church for whatever reason, but I'm glad that you chose to be here today because it's beautiful outside. Uh, and if you're like me, I worked outside all day yesterday. Uh, it was nice, I'm a little bit tired, but I chose to be here this morning, number one, because I'm preaching, uh, but two, because I want to be here. I hate missing Sundays. And so I'm glad that you chose to be here because today we're talking about choices. And so, so we make a choice to show up or not on Sunday. We make a choice to do a lot of different things. And, you know, God designed us that way. You know, he didn't design us as robots where you know, we got, automatically got up every Sunday to be here. You know, he didn't program us that way. But instead, he gives us the choice to do whatever we want. But I'm glad that you guys chose to be here today. And so, you know, we, we make the choices to do whatever we want. Okay, so that's important. I want you guys to think about that because that's what I'm going to be talking about today. So we make choices, good or bad. And, you know, we really learn to make choices from the time that we're little. And, uh, you know, I remember as my kids were learning to walk, you know, if you can imagine, you know, Quentin 6'5", he used to be like this tall. Uh, but I remember all of my kids, you know, when they would first learned to walk, and you probably remember this about your kids, you know, they, they, they learned to, to stand up and they hold on to something, Right. And they're a little unsure, and so Gabe and Leslie, you'll find this out soon enough. You know, one, you know, and your kid, our parents are just cruel to kids. I'm just saying that. Me too. But, you know, so the kids would be over there somewhere, and you'd be about five or six feet away. And, uh, and we, we learn early on to make our kids make a choice, right? Because if, the, if our kids are over there, Tim is over here like, come to mama. Come to mama. You know, and I'd be over here like, no, 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 come to daddy. Come to daddy. You know, so you can see the kid, you know, hanging on like, I don't know. The wheels are spinning, trying to figure out what to do. But they always went to Timberly. And she was the one with the food, you know. So, so she was bribing, really. But, you know, that's another lesson we learn in life, but to bribe your kids. But, but, the, but my thought is, you know, kids learn from an early age to make a choice. You know, good or bad. And our whole lives really are just a series of choices that we make. Some good, some bad, and hopefully... 
uh, the good outweigh the bad, but you made a good choice to be here today, so I'm, I'm thankful for that. You know, our kids, you know, we, we also want to set good examples for them. So my prayer has always been, Lord, help me be a, a good example, set a good example for my kids to follow. And then my other, the second heaviest prayer that I pray is, Lord, I hope they didn't see that. Or I hope they forget what I just did, you know. And, and so sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. But, but we try our best to steer our kids in the right direction by setting a good example for them. And, you know, God is the same way with us. You know, I don't want to make all the decisions for my kids, but my hope is that I've been able to teach them and, and set an example so that they make the right decisions for themselves. And, and you know, God is that way with us. He's like a parent. You know, and, and we have the Bible. It's full of examples, both good and bad, you know, to, to good to follow, the bad ones to learn from. And that's, that's one thing that we talk about, the validity of the Bible. You know, if somebody made this stuff up, do you think they would tell all the horrible stories in there? If somebody made all of that up, they would just tell good things, right, to want to attract people and get it to follow. But that's how I know the Bible's true because, you know, the Bible's really another version of the good, the bad, and the ugly, right? So we learn it all. But, but God wants us to make the right choices, but sometimes we make bad choices. And, and I'm going to tell you, one bad choice I made when I was just a toddler, okay, one of my very earliest memories, and, and I know I was, I was trying to remember like how young I was. I was only like two or three. But this memory has been burned in my brain because I made such a bad choice. Okay, so when I was very young, my dad was in the Marine Corps. He was stationed in Japan for a year. So my mom and my sister, we moved back to Kansas. My dad was stationed at Cherry Point in North Carolina. So we moved back to Kansas to be near family during that time that he was gone. And, uh, and we lived in these crummy little apartments, okay? You know, military guys don't make a whole lot of money. So we were in a crummy little apartment. And I remember there being a screen door, and it was hot, and it was summer, so we were outside. You know, we didn't have AC back then. Believe it or not, kids, you know, no AC. So we were outside, but I remember on this little stoop, and there was a screen door. And, and to this day, like I say, I rem this was one of my earliest memories because it was so bad. I remember opening the door and just kind of watching, see how the hinges work. You know, like, I wonder if it would hurt if I stuck my finger in there. Okay, and so in order to test this theory, you know, I've got the handle here, the hinge is over here, and I, I can't really, I can't do both, so I have to let, you know, stick my finger and let go, and it, it's got one of those springs that, you know, you know, so I remember sticking my finger in here, letting go of the door, and it shut. Well, of course, immediately screams of pain, you know, I've got my finger stuck in the door, I can't reach the handle anymore. And I'm stuck. And it's painful. Okay? And why this is my earliest memory? Why wouldn't it be something happy? You know, I, I, I don't know. But this one is etched in my memory because it was so bad. But I can tell you something. I learned that it does hurt, and I've never repeated it. Okay? So learn from my example, and don't ever do that. Even if you're an adult, tr just trust me on this one. Okay, but I made the choice to do that stupid thing. I've never done it again. So, you know, to honor some, some, some bad choices that people make, you guys remember David Letterman? He's retired now, right? David Letterman used to have a top 10 list, and he would always have his big card sock and read from it. 
So I don't have time to do a top 10, but I'm going to do a top five. Okay, so top, ten, top five list of, of bad choices. Number five, answering a phone call from a telemarketer. Bad choice. But good news, we have caller ID, so we don't have to, you don't have to answer that anymore. All right, number four, drinking the tap water while on vacation in Tijuana. It's a bad choice. And if the other part of that is don't go on vacation in Tijuana. That's another bad choice. Number three, I've seen the results of this personally, performing a DIY root canal at home to save money. That's a bad choice. Don't do it. It's worth the money, okay? Number two, bad choice. Tattooing a girl's name on your arm after the first date. <laughs> Young guys, you know, you know, or girls, don't, don't tattoo the name of your boyfriend. That's a bad choice. It's there forever. All right, and then number one, number one on my top five list of bad choices, giving that exiled Nigerian prince your bank account and social security number so he can wire $1 million directly to you for helping him transfer money to America. It's a bad choice, right? So, I need my Paul Schaefer band back here, you know, anyway. All right, so, so that's uh, my top five list of bad choices. So don't do those things. Now, the good thing is, of course, that was, that was kind of lighthearted, but the Bible's full of stories that we can learn from it and full of stories of people who have made some really, really bad decisions. All right, so the great thing about those stories is we, we can use them in, in three ways. Number one, it's good so that we know that we're not alone in making bad choices. You know, we can read those stories and know that other people, even great people of God, have made bad choices. All right, number two, it's good to read them because we can learn from their mistakes, the examples, and not repeat them. That's one of the reasons that we have the Bible, to guide us. And then the, the third thing is this, it's, it's good to read those stories and know that God can forgive you for making bad choices, right? So the Bible's there so that we can learn from it and help it to be our guide in many ways. So, um, so think about some, some people in the Bible who have made some bad choices. All right, if we start at the beginning, you know, there's a couple called Adam and Eve. You know, Adam and Eve lived in paradise, the Garden of Eden with God, took afternoon strolls with God. We read in the Bible. But they made a very bad choice to fall the temptation of Satan. All right, so they made a bad choice. What about Cain and Abel? You know, Cain and Abel, you know, they brought their offerings to God. The Lord was pleased with Abel's but not with Cain's, and Cain murdered his brother Abel because he was jealous. Okay, what about uh, Noah? Yeah, Noah built an ark because God told him to. That was a very wise choice. But Noah preached to everyone around him for repentance and nobody believed him. Nobody followed except his own family. So they made a bad choice and they, and they all perished. We know that Moses, you know, God's chosen man to lead the people out of Israel. You, want, you took them to the desert, and then he, he disobeyed God. He made a bad choice, and he did not get to see the promised land. He wandered in the desert for 40 years and died before entering the promised land. Uh, what about Jonah? You know, God gave him a purpose, you know, gave him something to do, gave him a mission, and said, go here and do this. And Jonah said, no, I'm not doing that. I'm going this way. He made a bad choice, got swallowed up by a great fish until he changed his mind. Right? And then what about David? 
know, the Bible says David was a man after God's own heart, but David was tempted by his eyes on Bathsheba. You know, had an adulterous affair. You had an illegitimate child, and then he ended up murdering her husband to try and cover it up. So bad choices sometimes lead to horrible and even deadly consequences. But those are, those are things that we can you know, read and learn from and 